it's Micro Monday, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager here at Micro.blog, and on today's episode, I am very happy to welcome Chris Campbell, who is known as Bit Depth on Micro.blog. Hey, Chris, welcome to Micro Monday. How are you doing? Thanks, Jean. I'm doing very well. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on Micro Monday. And before we dig into all things microblogging, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm in Wolfville, Nova Scotia, and I'm a teacher. I teach filmmaking at the Nova Scotia Community College. And I've been doing that for almost 20 years now since I moved to Nova Scotia. And before that, I lived in New Brunswick. I'm originally mm. from Fredericton, New Brunswick. And uh, that's where I started filmmaking and then from do- teaching workshops. Uh, and after teaching workshops, I ended up uh, working on uh, working on films and teaching back and forth and mm-hmm. always integrating computers into it because I had a failed computer science career that started in the <laughs> 80s. Wow. That's uh, – yeah, I, I noticed I was reading some things on your blog and you're very um, – your your computer skills, your mad nerd skills are are very well um, hidden on micro.blog because I just see your beautiful photos and I see you go go to all these awesome movies and you never have once mentioned a single programming language. So. Right. Yeah. And I, I haven't programmed for a while, but I, um, I, Early on, I really loved programming, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't actually, when I was in university, I didn't do well in the classes, but I always would uh, be doing programming. And I, and then when I started teaching, I started teaching web stuff. So I was the first uh, Macromedia Flash authorized instructor in Canada. Wow. Actually, way, <laughs> back, way, way, way back when. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, when Flash was on on the rise. Yes, I remember those days. Um, I studied Flash um, a few times myself with a, a couple of different instructors, and it was one of those things that you think, wow, this is awesome, and it will never go away. And now it's completely gone, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> so poor Flash. It was a good program. But uh, speaking of websites, yeah, so you and your blog, I, I did um, – read through your lengthy piece about your history with blogging. And I'd love for you to tell the listeners a little bit about that because one, you s- it had Antarctica involved in the beginning and, <laughs> and now you're on Squarespace. So going from Antarctica to Squarespace, I'd like to know what okay. happened. <laughs> well, it's um, when I first started, it was, uh, I had an internet. I had internet access through the university. I went to the University of New Brunswick, and you had to actually ask to be given internet access. And I was in the uh, English department, and they gave me access because they thought I was a graduate student. And so, <laughs> and so, and then, and then I then I had access, and I didn't have a server or anything. And then, for somehow, I found out that. There was an Antarctic research station that had a website. And, you know, in those days, everybody had lots of space because they were just <laughs> larger academic ones. And they and they they you just had to email them and they would give you space to put up web pages. Wow. And it doesn't it doesn't I haven't been able to find to find it. But I, I you would just code it all in HTML and upload the files and then they would 
they would show up. So that's how that's how I started. And it was it was this it was the strangest thing because I had I don't think I ever got any emails from anyone who read it or anything <laughs> like that. But it was just putting it out into the world. Uh, and then I think I wrote about some films and things like that. And then um, looked at other web pages. And then, you know, that's how you start to figure out what to do. But that was, I think that, that would have been in the 80s, sometime in the yeah. 80s. Or, in the, or maybe, no, it was the early 90s. It would have been the early 90s, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then, uh, and then it wasn't until I didn't really, I had a Mac.com website when that oh, yeah. first started out and uh just a few pages there and then when i moved to nova scotia in 2000 2001 or so 2002 is when i started my like the current blog that i have so it's been running continuously since uh i think may of 2002 mm-hmm. and then i started with blogsome which was a pearl based system that rail dornfest started and so you would just create text files mm-hmm. like just txt files and have images and it would save them in folders and then it generated the whole website out of that and so it's fascinating to see that people are doing the same sort of thing now with different systems yeah. <laughs> but it's the same sort of thing where you just create folders and text files um so i did i used that for a few years and then um there was a lot of configuration with it because you had to set up uh, my sequel and everything mm-hmm. like that and i thought I want to just do something simpler. And then WordPress was starting to emerge. And then, uh, so I did an installation of WordPress. And so set that up and configured it and had lots of fun with that. And, and then I found that I was spending a lot of time configuring and adjusting. And then I thought I want to focus on the writing and less yeah. on the configuring, which is why I've moved more into WordPress. And then, mm-hmm. and then, then I used typo for a while, the mm-hmm. Ruby based system and then <laughs> and then and then i moved more into um and then uh, squarespace came along and i thought oh i'll just put it there and not not worry just concentrate just on the writing and not right. the configuring although i still have i still have a wordpress site that i use to post the photos so like the tumblr uh. type stuff i i've got a wordpress site where i just put images and photos because i thought with my microblog, I want to just have my stuff yeah, and not, not post screenshots of films and things like that because that's not my stuff. Right. And so it's part of that whole thing of owning your own stuff and like, Oh, I don't want to, do I want to post a quote <laughs> there? <laughs> so yeah. So I have elaborate rules. <laughs> <I> post, <laughs> post things that keep inventing more and more elaborate rules and 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 uh you know and when you explain it to people it sounds a lot more complicated it's yeah. like no, no no it all makes sense it's very simple i do this here i do this here i do this here and then i realize wow i've got seven or eight different sources for yeah. what i do yeah so but but you've been happy with squarespace for the blogging yeah i might I don't know. I might like actually the microblog experience having that hosted. I kind of like, I like the simpler system mm-hmm. where I just post things and I don't think about it. So I, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe either doing WordPress or just using one of the, the systems, almost going back to how I started with text mm-hmm. files mm-hmm. and folders. Yeah. But, so. I mean, I definitely have seen over the, the months, Almost a year now since Micro.blog has been a 
open to the public and seeing that people are writing more like at least that's what they're telling me when I talk to them on Micro Monday or I see this, you know, when people post it is like, I was having trouble blogging. I had gotten to kind of a standstill, but now I'm I'm writing and posting so much more thanks to micro.blog and not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but that was the idea that Manton had, which is if you take away a lot of the overhead friction, mental and otherwise, and give people a place where they will own the stuff themselves, it will will have control over it, you know, no matter what going forward, um, that people might be more inclined to um, put out more content on the internet. So I'm glad that I'm glad that you are. I mean, your 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 photography and your your movie notes are one of my favorite things about Micro.blog. Oh, thank you. Well, it's it's something that I I think there's only so much energy and time that you have to write things, and then mm-hmm. so and then Twitter ate up a lot of that for me for mm-hmm. for a long time, and then I started uh, doing more on Letterboxd. So I'll, yeah. I'll try to write reviews for every film that I see on Letterboxd. And I'm trying to strike a balance, like to move, to, to have more things on, on micro.blog, uh, sort of blended together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same for Instagram for photos. And, mm-hmm. and so I try to post the photo every day. I think I've done that for many months now. Mm-hmm. And so I start to get, I start to get worried if I don't post a photo, which is why late in the day there'll be pictures of food and things like that. So it's just, just, just to keep my streak going of photos. That's funny. Um, yeah, that's, um, that is a thing that I've noticed, you know, that your letterboxed, um, reviews get, um, like cross posted to micro.blog and it has made me want to check out letter letterboxed for myself. And maybe that's like, of the many things that you can integrate and check into and in whatever uh, movies is something that I would like to remember, you know, what I thought and uh, what I saw. And so that I'm, I may check that out and then friend you. Can we friend each other? On Letterboxd? Yeah, definitely. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, but, and can we click like on each other's reviews? Probably. Yes. Yeah, yes. You can. Yeah. So that's what I call the back channel to liking people's stuff on micro.blog is I just like them on a different platform if I see them. <laughs> so right. I'm weaning myself away from likes though. I think that, uh, I think that that's also a good principle that we've been working on to encourage people to give actual feedback and, um, it, say something. It's, I think it's, I think it's such an important. Uh, shift because it's it's really easy to give a thumbs up or a like but mm-hmm. it's much harder to say i like that if yeah. you just say i like that it's like oh, okay that's, that's what i said last time i saw something that I liked so i should actually <laughs> engage with them more and say what i liked about it which i that i it's it's really important to have that so it's 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 strange though because it's a it makes it more challenging but yeah but by making it more challenging it's also more rewarding when you get more feedback because if you see, oh, I received 17 likes, it's like, that's awesome. But nobody actually spoke to me. Yeah. So it's almost like people waving at you and then <laughs> as you're walking down the street. It's like, and, yeah. but nobody said hi to you. <laughs> they just right. waved to you and walked by. Uh, 
Oh, well, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good, that's an excellent metaphor uh, for uh, social engagement in the modern era. And people do, nobody waves to me on the street and walks by. They just walk by. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I think they'd at least say hi. But anyway, so Chris, how did you find micro.blog in the first place? Um, because you are involved with quite a few platforms already. It well it started indirectly through uh, Mars Edit, oh. which I had from Daniel Zalkett. And then um, then uh, Daniel and Manton started Core Intuition. They started listening to Core Intuition. And so then fast forward 10 years yeah. <laughs> later. Uh, and then when Manton started talking about micro.blog, I signed up for the Kickstarter and then, mm-hmm. uh, and then, and then started microblogging then. And the timing was just perfect because I was feeling a bit uneasy about Facebook and mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter and things like that. And the, the whole idea of owning what you have and having, having a space to do all your writing and to keep it there because a few times on a few platforms I've had things have gone away and I've lost things. And, yeah. and then it makes you, makes you think, uh, makes you worry about, losing what you have i mean Mm -hmm. not that most of the stuff is very transitory but it's (laughs) it's it's important to keep it yeah Yeah. it's like to to see what i ate last week or something like that but (laughs) but but at the same time there might be something really great that you wrote that you that you end up losing yeah so that's probably how you got inspired to start using mars edit yes yeah yeah well and and that that's one of the things that having the tools uh, is really important. And then I've always liked uh, smaller teams and mm-hmm. small and the underdog. And then just the idea that, Oh, there's one person who's making the software and it, and it extends for me to everything like food and beer and things like that to mm-hmm. know the people who make what you enjoy and what helps you do things like it's, it's really wonderful to be able to have some sort of connection and mm-hmm. see, Oh, I, I know it's this person. It's not, a faceless corporation that's making something, but it's, it's, they're real people, you know, yeah. who, who make real, real decisions and have, have opinions. And that's one of the things I, I like about, uh, micro.blog is it's very opinionated and, 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 <laughs> and they're, and they're very clear rules and there are things that aren't there. And so it, it, it's not a service that has hundreds and hundreds of extra features that, no. you know, <laughs> it, it's very simple, which I like. Yeah. Just hearing you say the words hundreds and hundreds of features, my whole body just like cringed into a <laughs> little ball because I would not like to deal with that either. Although, of course, I, there's the features that I want, um, and those should be added. But, well, you know, Manton is, he's very fair. He doesn't, uh, he, he adds features when he believes there's uh, the, the, not just the demand for them, but the need for them and the fact that they won't um, somehow cause problems for the platform. And he, he treats everybody's feature requests equally, mine included. So I don't have any extra pull on getting something done. <laughs> uh, so here's a question that uh, I have been thinking about asking people, but I hadn't started yet. So you'll be the guinea pig. And uh that question is, if you were going to start a microcast, what would be the topic of your microcast? 
Because I've uh, actually been oh, sorry. I've actually been thinking about that. Oh, really? <laughs> and it, yes, <laughs> and, and so it probably uh, would be about films. Yeah. Uh, so one of the, one of the things that I that I do locally is uh, every now and then there's a a film screening series at mm-hmm. uh, one of the libraries here, and I'll do introductions to the films. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking maybe I should do because the microcast format is great for doing short form yeah. things. So a little five minute introduction to a film almost like i would do in front of an audience before the film started yeah that's a great idea i would totally listen to those i would subscribe to that podcast feed so um i hope you do it i think that it can be really fun to do a microcast and it's definitely um kind of a gateway drug though to podcasting (laughs) in the macro format because once you start making one podcast it's hard to stop um everybody i know who i've encouraged to make one podcast is now making at least two Uh, (laughs) right well and and i i did i did have a podcast with Mm -hmm. my youngest child oh uh about oh man eight years ago 10 years ago yeah maybe 12 years ago so re in the really early days of podcasting mm-hmm. which is um so yeah i might yeah i think i'm gonna get dragged in again yeah, yeah. see we've already got you started on two podcasts so my work here is done <laughs> <laughs> well chris we should wrap this up before it becomes a macro cast um mm-hmm. and i uh You know, I just want to, let's see. Um, Is there anything that you wanted to add before we sign off? No, just thank you for the microcast and thanks for the service and and actually keeping it warm and welcoming and supportive. It, it, It makes a difference and it's something that we really need to have in the world now. Okay, thank you for those kind words. Uh, Hey, listeners, if you want to follow Chris on micro.blog, there'll be a link in the show notes, or you can go to micro.blog slash bitdepth, which is his handle. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. (music) 